Well, our moms think we're funny. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a whole new episode. Basically, it's part two. But um, yeah, we figured we were far enough in. It's like, well, I might as well break up the recordings because that makes it easier to uh, to do anyway. So Turk has picked his uh, his origin and his role. Yep. I'm still. I know what my focus is going to be. I want to make a charisma focused build. And uh, so I just have to decide, do I want to do a variant human for the bonus feed, or do I want to do uh, something with an actual... Oh, sorry, I got to, uh, got to answer this real quick. Fill, fill in for me, Turk. Uh, so my character, um, uh, as far as I have it right now, I am going with, uh, with the... Was that Cursed, I believe? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Based upon where I'm going and how what I want to be, and we were kind of debating back and forth with this, I'm going with a BPRD consultant. And so with that, with the consultant, you're more of a um, of a wisdom should be your your strongest stat. So I went with my wisdom is at 15, and then strength and dexterity are your next highest next highest stats. So I went with the uh, the dexterity of 14 and the strength of uh, 14, and of course going with the uh, the kind of a werewolf kind of curse. That gives me a plus one to my strength, so that'll actually make me a 15 strength, 15 wisdom, and then a 14 dexterity. Uh, based on some of the other things I looked at, uh, made my constitution my tw- a 12, the, but the uh, 10 the intelligence, and then my uh, my charisma is a 9, so I'm not very charismatic. I'm about regular intelligence, but uh, but yeah, I'm a werewolf. And I went with the special service uh, organization, I think was called, for as far as the, uh, as a consultant. So I'm not actually a part of the regular BPRD. I'm kind of on loan and, and I'm on loan from the special service uh, organization or something like that. So that's, uh, that's me as far as my, uh, my current stats where I am. I just have to fill in some of the uh, extra things there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see what the... Okay, so basically to get these things, you're getting rid of your floating pluses. Oh, as for for being a remarkable human? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I guess makes sense, but let's see. Hold on just one more. I mean, that could work with uh, limited psychic. We're just going to take a quick look at these other origins. Uh, here, let me move the mouse for you. Yep. Uh, so, cursed. It's con two. That could be nice. But I want mental, mental traits. So be looking at either con and dex, con and strength. Ooh, con and charisma. That could work. Could be a demon. Let's see what demons get. Uh, you roll a twenty outside. You do not. Oh, so that's bad. You don't automatically get a point of ingenuity. Um, get darkness, dark, dark sight. Uh, you can just negate injuries. That's cool. Vulnerable radiant damage, that sucks. 
proficiency in the occult skill. Disadvantage against being charmed. Well, that sucks. But resistant to fire damage. Okay, I don't really like that. Um, I don't really like that. So, let's see. Psychic. Psychic is charisma. Oh, okay. Charisma and intelligence, charisma and dex, charisma and wisdom. I guess I'm gonna be a psychic, huh? That gives me pyrokinesis. So that's pretty cool. So, okay. Okay. This can work. This can work. That gives me some attacking power. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, ooh, we got food. Um, so, I am going to go with Psychic, because that's a Charisma of plus two. Okay. If we're making characters at level five, I can bump that up to an 18 Charisma by level four. Yeah, I was just going to work about get my bases done first, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. I was going to see about going doing the, uh, the bump-ups after that. Uh, yeah, basically it gives me access to... Uh, extra damage, I can do pyrokinesis, hydrokinesis, electrokinesis, all that cool stuff. But you get to pick one. Yeah. Yeah, you, don't get, you can't do all of them. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm the same going with uh, pyrokinesis. <laughs> what? You? Pyrokinesis? I'm yeah. gonna thought that you would've been the kind of person that would've been like, oh, yeah, I like to set shit on fire. Of course. <laughs> That's right. How, <laughs> how many PDFs of... Uh, of the anarchist cookbook I have. Uh, older or original? I mean, the new one or the old original? One? I don't. I don't do the new stuff. I know if you had a copy of the new one. I can't. Find I did have a I copy mean, of the new one, but I lost it. Sorry, let me say again. I didn't know you had a copy of the old one. I know you, because um, I had a copy of the old one. I can't find a PDF of the old one. I can't find it. Hmm. Well, I can hook you up. Please um, do. So I'll definitely. I mean, psychics are humans. They're just not the very human. They're not the remarkable human. Right. Um, Okay, I guess I should start doing this stuff directly on the character sheet now. Uh, so, origin. Yes, I have an origin. Psychic. Um, I guess I have to be telekinetic to do the lesser manifestation thing, right? No. Uh, I think the uh, I think that's that's part of that. You can be a telekinetic, or you, you if you can pick one of the kinesis. Maybe should, uh, should, should say. Oh, I have to be level five to do it. To do what? To do uh, uh, pyrokinesis. Really? Yep. Oh, I guess that's why they recommend you start with level five. Hmm. It does seem kind of odd, but I mean. And I guess when I, so, I, it seems kind of odd that you're like, we recommend you start off at this level, but like, but 
why not just kind of have that just be your your base then? Whatever you would get from level five, like why not just have that be your base and then you know, like here we are, face to face couple silver stones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what do I want here? I can move small objects. If I go with telekinetic, that also gives me wisdom. That that can you do telekinesis before level five? Uh, yes, because those aren't lesser things, but it's only uh, it's only things le- uh, weighing less than ten pounds. So it's basically mage hand. Mage hand, slow fall, and uh, oh, bolster strength. That's pretty nice. I just may go with that. I wanted an increase in intelligence, but let's see. Now, what does bolster strength give you? Bolster strength. When manifesting your abilities, you can add your charisma modifier to your strength when attempting to move objects. You can throw objects with this ability. So that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted my charisma to go into my attack bonus. So that works. The only other thing I can think of here is, yeah, if I go medium, that gives me the intelligence boost I wanted. Um, you know what you should do if you're, if you're gonna do that is you should carry around like a um, carry around like a bag full of like uh, full of like a uh, mannequin hands. <laughs> that way you could be like, yeah, I like to throw these hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So I I know my origin. Okay. Let's see. And I knew what class I wanted to do. So unless there's something with the Fey influence that lets me go crazy, but no, that's all wisdom stuff. Ghosts? Do ghosts have any cool charisma stuff? Uh, I don't know about charisma. I know no, they do have intelligence. Oh, they intelligence? Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, so life before... Life before... Um, obviously... Oh, I'll probably go with professional, because that gives me a boost to charisma. See, I, I didn't look at the life before of mine yet. I mean, I was going to. I planned I still plan on it, obviously. I got to, but I hadn't looked at it just yet. Oh well, yeah, I mean that's perfect. It gives me <clears throat> gives me charisma plus one, gives me proficiency in persuasion. And but roll a d twenty as part of an ability check. What does the, the professional life oh. before thing? No, see, I, damn, I should check mine. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. I mean, I was going to, I just hadn't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> it's only oh man, it's only one page. That's kind of lame. Well, then I guess that definitely... Ooh, that old hat could be pretty nice. Proficiency in two skills, one language. Proficiency in a saving throw. But I, I really... I, I need that charisma boost, so... I was looking at when when I did look a little bit at that. I looked at the, um... What's the other, what's the other one there? Um, uh, there's military, old hat, all-arounder, academic, central recruitment. I think I was, was going to go with the old hat for mine, but old hat's very good. That's that's a catch all that would be very good for anybody. What is it? Um, what's the boost on that one for old hat? For old hat, you gain proficiency in one saving throw of your choice, which is always good, and uh, you gain proficiency in two skills in one language of your choice. Hmm. 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 
and recruitment. Did you look at recruitment? I did not. It's basically uh, a, basically a connection type thing that gives you like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my IT specialist or whatever, but it also gives you some additional skills. Anything that shows like a, uh, a bump to uh, wisdom? No, these are all skills. Oh, it's all skills. Yeah. Well, you said you got you got an increase on something, didn't you? Yeah, but that's from uh, life before. Yeah, I'm sorry, that life before as well. So yeah, you know. life before has all the. So if you're looking for a bump to wisdom, there, um, academic, increase either your intelligence or wisdom by one. Gain proficiency in either history or religion. Gain proficiency in one language, and uh, you get theoretical leap, which is interesting stuff. Theoretical leap. Hmm. Okay. All right, so I'll take a look at that since you're done. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so if I do recommended... That gives me bureaucracy. Where is bureaucracy? Oh, that has to be... No. Oh, no. Bureaucracy is intelligence. Oh, that sucks. That sucks, because I need wisdom to be my secondary thing. Um... So if there's any, is there anything that gives me intuition? I didn't see anything, but I I can't say I really looked. No. So that kind of sucks. Of course, I need to actually look at my class too, because if I'm doing internal affairs, where is that? Internal affairs. Oh, that's consultant. Where's Department of Internal Affairs? Personal development. I see all that, so You said you were going consultant? Yep. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's way, way ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> there we go. God. Okay, Department of Internal Affairs. What you got? Uh, I need to... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't have redundancy. I was just looking at the skill abilities. I could be fire team director that works with the... Uh... That works with the uh, the pyrokinesis. <laughs> it's also flameproof. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. I just I just wanted to make sure I could do the recruitment that I wanted without uh, without what do you call it redundancy. So so my recruitment was recommended. 
that gives me bureaucracy, athletics, survival, religion, or steady hands. Uh, I think religion would be pretty important there. Probably. And bureaucracy, of course. Uh, as a psychic, I get English in one additional language, which is going to be, what do you think? Um, you think? Italian? God, no. Latin? You taking Latin? Huh? Are you taking Latin? No. Oh. Well, you, say English, you say English in one language, language. I'm thinking so. Based upon that, if you didn't, you say you're taking religion. Yeah. So you know, Latin. Latin's a word. Or ancient Egyptian. Oh, there you go. Or Russian, so we can beg for mercy. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with ancient Egyptian. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. Or ancient Greek. I'll do ancient Greek because my guy'll be all philosophical and shit. Uh, so charisma is going to be at a plus two from that, and wisdom will be at a plus one from that. Uh, psychic awakening. Reserve doesn't matter right now. Never uh, alone is bad. So I will say this. This is weird because it has like bad features for your characters. The Banes. Oh shit. <laughs> no, I turned the channel yeah. um, to. Uh, it's one of these. Uh, I turned the channel to uh, one of these. Uh, Streaming, um, just look up. You don't know exactly what this is. <laughs> okay. You just keep watching. Hmm. It's, it's one of these, uh, these, uh, streaming services that they just show. Look, you missed it. You missed it. It's one of these streaming services that they just, they show movies that it's not on demand. You can't pick what you're going to watch. And they show, like, you just tune in and, like, they're showing, you know, whatever they're showing. Yeah. And it's just grindhouse flicks. <laughs> um, oh, it's Wild Thing. No, it's not Wild Thing. Oh, Bronx Executioner. Bronx Executioner. No, not Bronx Executioner. That's a different movie. They all had glowing skulls on their bikes. Bronx Warriors, same damn franchise. <laughs> no, Bronx Executioner is different. There was, there was the Bronx Warrior, then there was Escape from the Bronx. The Bronx Executioner was the one had the two different movies where they dubbed one, they cut in the footage from the other movie. Mm-hmm. Remember when they when they, it was the uh, the cyborgs versus the humans or whatever it was. Yeah, and then yeah. there was like they had the they can't full of maggots that they were fighting over. Like that <laughs> oh, was so dumb. Yep, I remember that now. I don't know how you remember all this shit. Dude, they're bad movies. They're extremely bad movies. I mean, that's the reason we watch them is because they're extremely bad movies. Also, Cushion the Fall is actually uh, dis- uh, different than Slow Fall or Feather Fall because it's resistance to falling damage. 
Oh, this movie's called The Case of the Bloody Iris. With Paolo Quattrini. <laughs> and Gian Piero Albertini. You know, whenever I watch a movie that um, is foreign and I see the names there, I always wonder, what do their forms look like? Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes depending on the form I get, I have a hard time, like, putting in my full name. So if I write Turk 182, but I want to spell it out, so I'm going to put Turk 182, <laughs> as an end of space. So when I'm looking at one of these movie films here, I'm like, when you've got Giancarlo a la Via PD, like, San Gio, but I'm like, they do. Like, what do your forms look like? Are they are they all in, like, like landscape and not portrait, just to make sure <laughs> they've got enough space? <laughs> Okay, okay. All the other stuff is, like, for later, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, um, Department of Internal Affairs. Fire team director. <laughs> you are the pyrokinesis that is the fire team director. Yeah. That is absolutely beautiful. I confiscate all the... All the uh, fire for myself. Okay, so it's a D8. Uh, oh, shit, I've still got to figure out my my saving throw, or my skill. Oh, shit. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charisma and then strength. Uh, no, I don't need that because I'm psychic. Yeah, this is a movie I wanted to watch with you. So, Charisma, obviously. Um, they're saying strength, but... Hmm. Uh, Do I want to watch Blood Orgy of the She-Devils? Man, that looks really good. Perception, <laughs> perception, those are important. Do I want to watch... Chainsaw Maiden from Hell. That looks really good, too. Chainsaw Maiden from Hell looks pretty decent, yeah. It's got, whatchamacallit in it, um... Uh... Crap, I can't think of the guy's name now. He played, uh... He played Jason in a couple of the movies. And, uh... Strongfeet and I got to meet him. Hmm. That's the one we were in San Diego. Ooh, Lust of the Vampire Girls. Oh. There's a movie called Hellhole. It's just an uninterrupted feed of me doing my job every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. I like my job. <laughs> uh. Oh, here's an interesting movie. It's called The Place Where the Last Man Died. The Place Where the Last Man Died? Mm -hmm. Is that why the last man no. No, it's just, that was the movie, the place where the last man died. And they just show you, like, a big plaque that says, Feminism was born here. <laughs> the tribe. Yeah, you see, they've got operational security. They don't have personal development. That's been driving me crazy. 
That's why I couldn't find it. Kathy's curse. A young girl is possessed uh, with the spirit by a spirit of her dead aunt who died in a car accident. Soon members of her family begin to mysteriously die off. You know, I wish that I had Kathy's curse. <laughs> Where did she learn to drive like that? Because she died in a car accident. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Hey, I found it. Holy shit. Uh, it's been driving me crazy. It's like, that. that's not the right thing. I'm not a fire team director. <laughs> it's like, none of that lines up with the chart at the beginning. Dead Enders. A disturbed woman haunted by the death of her one true love. Kind of feel like it might not have been your one true love if he's haunting you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still a D8. Plus con. Charisma and wisdom saving throws. I'm almost done. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, take your time. I'm just trying to find out a really bad movie to watch. Uh, so it was intuition, perception. Yeah, those are still good. Persuasion. That's the important one. There was nothing that gave me intimidation. That's weird. I like how they try to make these these like routine movies sound like they're more than what they are. Right. So this one's called Goddess of Love. A mentally unstable woman begins a volatile descent into madness when she suspects her lover has left her for another woman. Okay. So let me just like summarize this, you know, without all the fluff. A woman uh, attacks her lover when he pleads when yeah. She suspects he left her for another woman. Like, that's it. The, the unstable woman, I, I, yeah, that's redundant. <laughs> Volatile descent, redundant. So that puts me up to 15. Yeah, I was wondering why I was asking for strength. I was like, this isn't right. I gotta say, this is not laid out as intuitively as, as the standard 5e player's handbook. It's been bugging me. Charisma and wisdom, there you go. That's what I was looking for. That puts me in two odd numbers. That's also very frustrating. 13, 12, 11, 9. I'll just go down the list here. Alright, alright, alright. I'll add all the class features when we actually level up. Proficiencies are basic firearms, pistols, basic weapons. I'll be able to help the team heal up better. Okay. So that's cool. I can also just get extra field agents. 
backup agents for us. So that's cool. So while you were doing that, I was going to tell you, um, I was playing a, uh, uh, yeah, just a regular, just like, um, game, um, just on my phone, you know, just most you know, crappily phone games. Yeah. And, um, and the game was okay. It wasn't great. It was mildly entertaining. Um, but it was, it tried too hard to, to be, uh, challenging. So it was, it was more of a, uh, uh, what's a good way of, of putting it? It was more of a, it was like a word game where you kind of, they tried to, you know, guess the word and that kind of stuff. Um, so, but they, they made some of the clues so ambiguous that it was like, uh, I, I guess I, I, you're trying to make it harder than it is just so that someone doesn't like beat it so fast, right? Okay. Yeah. I get that. Fine. I get that. Um, but the uh, the bad thing is that there was so ambiguous that it would sometimes take you a really long time just to like, okay, like, what is this word? The thing that was really frustrating about it was that you could play against other people, right, online. Mm-hmm. You can invite friends. Um, or you could, uh, or you could just play the computer or the, you know, the, the app. Yeah. But you only had like three, like free games. Then you had to either subscribe monthly in order to get more games, mm-hmm. invite people, like link to your like Facebook account or whatever, or um, or just buy like games. Right, right. So it wasn't like one instance where uh, you would get like a, a free game every twenty four hours. You can do one free game. So right, once right. all my initial like free games were up unless I did one of the things to get some more free games or paid for them. I couldn't start any more games, not just against other people, but even against the app itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, so I'm so basically I just, I can't play this game at all. Like I can't even play just the game uh, unless, unless I buy like, you don't have any, any game options. You've got to buy some, or you can use the points that you've earned so far to buy some. Um, I'm like, wait, really? I mean, I guess it's a free game, but you're also hitting me with ads after every play, after every turn. Right, right. So you hit me with ads, you get money that way, and then I can't even continue to play it just, you know, just so you can earn ad dollars without me having to pay, which doesn't take away the ad dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ads, I'm like. So yeah, really, all you, all you want me to do is just give you money for no reason. There was a game I was doing that, like, you could select a bunch of different types of characters and classes, but turns out once you beat the game with one of them, then it wouldn't let you choose the other ones without doing the paid version. It's like, oh, so you were basically lying when you advertised all that. Yeah. Um, okay, so now it's back to me, huh? Yep, yep. So you've so, got your guy pretty much all set up the way you want him? Um, well, I know what all I'm doing with him, and I know that when we hit level four, I would just uh, do an eight, uh, a plus one to my charisma and a plus one to my wisdom to get me to two even numbers. Okay. Uh, so I'm not doing a feat, which kind of sucks, because I want the insightful conversationalist, but I can do that at level eight. Um, 
Other than that, it's like all he's good at are firearms, and he doesn't have his pyrokinesis until level 5. So as a level 1 character, yeah, I pretty much know, outside of ascribing his gear, what I want to do with him. Okay. And so you're all good with that then, huh? Yep. Yep, he is a telekinetic psychic. Uh, he was recommended into the BPRD, and he is in the Department of Internal Affairs, Personal Development. He is a talker. Cool, cool, cool. So, all right, so if you don't mind, um, just kind of walking me through kind of where you, what you did to make sure that I'm hitting all my spots. Sure. I mean, it is very, uh, very similar to... Uh, standard D and D, but you've uh, you've already picked your. I like the uh, the binding in this, but as I turn it, it kind of feels like like it's like it's gonna fall apart in right. a second. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's it's because it, just the way it creaks is, I'm like, um, it doesn't feel loose, but just the way it creaks is because it's new. It does feel like it's just gonna bop, like fall apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't like that. But so, you can so you can see the binding. Um, all right. So, um, all right, so I'm going for my Remarkable Human. I've got those stats right there. Well, so you are doing Remarkable Human. I mean, not, I'm sorry. I've uh, got my base trait there, and I've got my, my uh, Cursed. Oh, I haven't done Drive, but I don't think that's important. Uh, it can be. We can look at that in a minute, though. Unless it gives me proficiency in Intimidation. Those are all the different origins. Wow. You could become a puppeteer. <laughs> yeah. You see that? Did you see that option? I didn't see puppeteer, no. Yeah, it's uh it's under ghost and ectoplasm. Oh, that's why I don't yes. look at ghost. You can expand your reaction, um, to cause a creature that has been reduced to zero hit points to immediately move up to half its uh, movement speed and make a single attack before it falls. Outside of combat, the soul is still present. The corpse will answer one question, uh, yes, one yes or no question. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yep. Hmm. Ghost would have been kind of would be kind of neat. Yeah, I think ghost would be fun. And so you completely abandoned Fey influence. Now was something that you were kind of interested in. I was definitely looking at it, but um, Fey is only a plus one to your charisma if you go with the right subclass. So that that didn't go as far as I was wanting. All right. So academic. Whether you uh, see that's my life before BPRD. Is that the life before? I'm going to go academic. Origins get cursed. And that gives me plus one to my wisdom. It increases your wisdom intelligence by plus one to my wisdom. Uh, proficiencies. Gain proficiencies in either the history or religion skill. Gain proficiency in one additional language, too. Hmm. So, so I've got ancient Greek. 
So I can get to, uh, either history or religion. Um, I currently have religion. If you do history, you'd cover my, my gap. Thinking. History. Mm, do you like, believe? Like I know it's about religion because that helps them manipulate people. Theoretical uh, leap. Um, when you add a point of ingenuity to the investigation sheet, roll a d10. On a result of 5 to 10, you generate a point of ingenuity. On a result of 4, 1 to 4, generate a point of doom. All right. Yeah, so I was thinking about doing the, um, the old hat, but um, I think that the, uh, the academic just makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And you get your king sword, so... Yeah. <laughs> You really want me to have that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going religion, though. Remember, I didn't do religion. All right, recruitment. Recruitment, all I really focused on was the skills that it added. It gives you other stuff, too, but it's um, like the skills are what's important. Then we go with, the, go with Discovered. The Enhanced Powers team is filled with individuals that the BPRD discovered, both physically and spiritually. Such individuals learn to live with their abilities or occur situation, and some uh, spend extended periods of time being studied by the research department and live labs. Um, the other side, understanding the other side of the coin grants you the advantage on wisdom institution checks uh, related to discerning the behavior of creatures or witness of the supernatural. Most primitive base to use this feature again. So that actually it works out with my with my wisdom. Mm-hmm. So if I go with the discovered and then um and then the other side helps me out with that. So that's kinda cool. I think I'll do with that one. Yeah. Uh. I hope this is entertaining. <laughs> Because we're really not really doing anything. I mean, we're not really being funny, but hey, it's it's interesting. Um, Game proficiency in two of the following: occult, religion, steady hands, or science. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with occult and steady hands, even though I'm not quite sure what steady hands does. Steady hands is um, the way I would interpret that would be almost like sleight of hand in five e, where like you're working with really small, precise movements and just making sure you don't fumble. Because they don't have sleight of hand on here. Steady hand center just dexterity. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so makeup would have done her really well. I mean... Just... Are you being sarcastic? Because I hope you're being sarcastic. What do you mean? That's not a good makeup job. <laughs> I'm saying some makeup. Like if they had actually put some makeup on her, that would have been that would oh. have been a really good. I thought you said whoever did her makeup did really well. And no, I was no, like, I'm saying, no. I was saying you know, using some makeup would have done her like really well. <laughs> like wow, really? Just okay. You can tell this is a one shot, Johnny. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, Fuck, I'll do it live. Um, Fuck, I'm doing it live. Uh, so, yeah. 
All right. So that's my next one here. Um, got my recruitment here. Time served. Did you uh, do that one? Was that? Uh, um, oh, so I'm not employed with the BPRD, so. Yeah, no, I didn't do time served yet, but. Mm, no, I think that's just flavor anyway. Yeah. Doesn't add anything to it. Um, drive. I'll worry about drive later on. Mm, languages. I didn't do drive. Hmm? Wait, I didn't do drive. So languages. Um, I get two, don't I? I think because of my, yeah. my trait. You, well, you get English and one other. I think. That's one thing I, I don't like. I can't get used to with these is the is the back and forth, like mm-hmm. flipping from this page to this page, this page to this page. Um, this, this is under feats. Hmm. Uh, I gotta go back to my origins classification there. Mm-hmm. It's a ghost. I'm not a ghost. Wow, that guy almost looked like Kenny, not him. Him! No, it's definitely not him, but it looks like him. <laughs> oh. Curse traits. Um, ability score increase. Increase your constitution score by two. So my constitution should actually be a 14, then, if I do that. Yeah, you should have a two and a one uh, for pluses. And thankfully, this was made before they started doing floating pluses on everything. I get a plus one to my HP. I'm just I'm just double checking to see what um You can speak, read, and write English plus two additional languages. Oh yeah, so you do have more than nice. Ability score increase constitution is plus two. So that puts my constitution at a fourteen then, so I get fourteen, 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 ten, fifteen, nine. Yeah, your subclass of cursed also gives you a plus one to something. Yeah, I think I have that one written down already. Okay. So, cool. That's awesome, man. My guy's actually turned out a little bit better than I thought he was going to. Still got that 10 and 9, but still. Yeah, I've got a 9 and an 11. So, for my languages, um, I know English already. Um, what, what did you pick? You uh, ancient Greek. Ancient Greek. Uh-oh. Yeah, Greek. I think we're going to pick uh, Latin and Chinese. All right. Chinese would be a pretty good option. Hmm. Where'd you put languages in? Uh, just under origin features on the bottom left. Okay. I don't think it really matters that much where it goes. But...
So that's cool. Leveling rules, ancient milestone table. That didn't, that didn't start till I get to till you get to five. Um. Oh yeah, they're my department. Let's see. Let's see, BPRD consultant. Mm -hmm. Zero. I have any specializations as of right now, I don't believe. Um, okay, and oh, oh, proficiencies are firearms, pistols, and either investigation or intuition. Well, I could double tap as a field agent, um, as a field agent, uh, like proficiency or future. Yeah. yeah, that's a really nice touch. Field medic, that actually wouldn't be a bad one either. So as a consultant, Skills, I get to pick from the following. Steady hands, intuition, animal handling. Animal handling would be funny. Uh, <laughs> investigation, technology, or history. I already have steady hands. Um, I think I get intuition or something like that already. Um, then we go with the investigation and maybe intuition. And then get proficiency with my savings rules. Uh, on um, dexterity and wisdom. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. <clears throat> yep. So, oh, well, she's been. Oh, somebody's got a fetish. Oh, look, he's, he's reeling her in. God, this is stupid. <laughs> it is. It's really bad. I want them to do with this. I'm turning. Because <laughs> this is horrible. When you don't get. When you look at some of these things out here and they don't give you much of a description, um, then. Is that the same girl, but now that she doesn't have the, like, where he was pulling her by her intestines, like, now that's not showing? Did you see that? I uh, know. I'm uh, not paying attention to this thing. You're missing out, dude. I am here for the D&D, &D, my friend. What about that Bruce Lee poster? That's all right. I mean, it looks like the guy who owns it's a total dickwad. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dickwad is like, his name. That's his actual character's name is Dickwad. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I see investigation and, um, I think it's the intuition, right? Those are going to be my two skills. Mm -hmm.
We've got I've got two slots on here. I'm not quite sure like which which one to put something in. Like my checking. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Um. Which which two boxes you talking about? Right here, like under the. Your hands. Uh, um, the small check is for when you have like skill focus or expertise, which basically means you get double your proficiency in it. Big box you check off if you're proficient in it. Ah. All right. Parent organization. I got that down. Uh, those are. So those are anything I got to worry about right now, which is the uh, special services features. Mm-hmm. I'm done with that. And rolls, 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 rolls. I'm good with that there. Oh, yeah, I don't have my roll figured out. You have your roll figured out. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. That's internal affairs. Never mind. Sorry, I'm stupid. Um, and the misfire is through a call what's a wild mage, right? Yeah. It's essentially a wild mage. It's not what it's called in game, but it's mechanically a wild mage from D&D. Right. Theoretical Practitioner Features Table. Hmm. Oversight and Security Progression Table. Very nice. Fire Team Director. Alright, and then Feats. So where do the feats come from? Are those, uh, I know some of these have prerequisites. Are they based upon your role, or it's when you hit level? It, you're, if you're a if you're a remarkable human with none of the sub stuff, which we both have, mm -hmm. then you get that as a bonus feat at level one. Uh, you get a bonus feat at level one, rather. Uh, other than that, it's every four class levels. So when you hit uh, when you hit your fourth class level. You get to choose, do you want an ability score increase, or do you want a feat? So we should both be able to get a, a feat or ability score increase, because we, if we're doing level 5. Yeah, one, once we hit uh, level 5. Now, are we just doing average hit points? Are we rolling for hit points? How do we want to do that? Um, I don't know. I think we can we can uh, switch it up, kind of whatever works best for like you as far as you want to do the average, or if you want to do roll... I'll probably do roll. What I usually do with my games is I say you can roll, and if it's below average, you can take average. Mm. That way it's like you're, at no point are you going to completely suck. Right. Curse soul. So let's see, I think on the cursed soul, mine is going to be shifter. Uh, yeah, because I've got the strength increased by one. So I think I'm done with everything, right? I believe so, yeah. The only thing I'm missing is just my uh, AC and uh, my hit points. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't have my hit points because we're not leveled up all the way. I don't have uh, my gear and stuff because we're not completely leveled up. Uh, and I haven't written down all my roll features. 
I love this. Look at the back of that. It's got a uh, complete timeline for the events of all the Hellboy books and then telling you like which books come in where. Going all the way back to 1880 with Witchfinder and then Rasputin coming in and uh, like 1916, Lobster Johnson coming in in 1932, um, and then Hellboy and then uh, Koshiki. And then Ape Sapien, BPRD. That's, that's kind of cool. Yep. See, um, I see an AC for armor class, but I don't see it in the index. It's going to be determined by your gear. Your default AC is 10 plus your dex. Oh, so you already had that in there? Okay. No, I don't already have that in there. That's just the default by 5e rules. But ah, by, okay, by 5e rules, got it. Yeah, but it's a, I mean, as far as anything beyond that, it's all determined by gear, but I mean, really, we don't, I, I don't know if we necessarily need it. We know what route our character's going. We're actually 53 minutes into part two here, so we can, um, we can pretty much just like do a quick overview of what our character would look like by the end of it. All right, so let's take a look here. So we've got our characters down, so it's kind of just get an idea of, of how our characters look and in comparison. Let's go ahead and um, and let's take a look at some of the ones you already have in here. So, Abe Sapien. Now, Abe's been around for a while, obviously. Um, his uh, armor class is 15. His hit points are 144. Um, speed, 45. Uh, uh, now, he's going to be a pretty high level. Let's uh, see what his level is. I don't see it on here, but, I mean, he's Abe Sapien, so, I mean, obviously he's going to be at a high level. But um, he's got a he's got a plus six proficiency bonus. His strength is a fifteen plus two. His dex is eighteen plus four. Constitution is a thirteen plus one. His as a uh, intelligence is eighteen plus four. Damn. Wisdom is sixteen plus three, and charisma is a fourteen plus two. Jeez, whiz. This guy is on fire. Um, saving throws, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, skills, acrobatics plus 10, athletics plus 8, investigation plus 9, perception plus 9, technology plus 10. Um, equipment, agile, Abe can dash as a bonus action, can spend one point of ingenuity to dodge as a bonus action, duck and weave as a bonus action, Abe can add his proficiency bonus to his armor class against melee attacks, this lasts until the start of his next turn. He's part of an enhanced powers team. Fortunate Abe can spend a point of ingenuity to swap the digits on a D20 result for a saving throw or attack roll. For example, turning a uh, 2 into a 20 to trigger a critical hit. He has two uses that reset after return to base. Dude, <laughs> you can swap. Okay, I'm just going to read this again. Can spend a point of ingenuity to swap the digits on a D20 result. So they said... He can turn a two into a twenty. Now that you now that you would need to do this, but I could turn an eighteen into an eighty-one. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I, I I just I love to be able to do that and then do that thing that DMs do all the time. It's like where they go like um. So does a twenty-eight hit? Fuck, fuck, you know a 28 hits. You know that. <laughs> My armor class is a 14 does a 28 hit. I mean, you didn't even add the bonuses. You rolled a 16. Like, you, you know that. 
So I wouldn't be able to do that. Be like, oh, so I'm going to swap the die, the the digits on that. So does does an eighty one hit your guy, DM GM? Does it, does, <laughs> did that connect? That's insane. <laughs> Totally insane. I mean, obviously, you don't really need to go that high, you know, right, for a hit right. just to hit the armor class, but that's that's hilarious. Legendary agent Abe can re-roll a failed saving throw and use either result. All right, so we are almost to the hour mark. You just want to like do an overview of of our characters finally and. Yeah, um, I just want to take a look. I mean, like, like what our hit point total is and all that doesn't really matter all that much. I yeah. think. I think so. Oh, wait, Hellboy's in here too. Um, his armor class, his uh, hit points are two hundred sixty-four. Oh, Johann Kraus. He's in here. Lobster Johnson and Liz Sherman. So Lobster, I think, is more of the uh, the remarkable human. So his strength is a 14 plus 2. His dex is an 18 plus 4. Constitution is a 16 plus 3. And, uh, intelligence is a 14 plus 2. Wisdom is an 11 plus 0. And Charisma is a 14 plus 2. So he's, you know, he's kind of baseline for a guy that's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and this is... Wow. This has a Charisma of 20 plus 5. No wonder Hellboy likes her. I can see Liz being a 20 charisma build. Yeah. I mean, shit, who wouldn't like her, man? Like, the hell? All right. Yep, so um, let's go ahead and... Uh, and yeah, f- fun trivia, uh, charisma is not the same as your attraction. It's just how good of a talker you are. Right, but I'm saying, but, I mean, honestly, if, you, if you're a really good talker, then you can talk somebody into... I mean, I don't need to be attractive if I can talk you into going to bed with me. So, I mean, I, I mean really. Sure. Yeah, that's definitely what she's doing. <laughs> uh, so I'm seeing because, like, it's it's like the like the big, like the the really attractive, hunky guy with the nice body, right, that has to remember not to speak. Right. <laughs> or else people don't like him. <laughs> so, yep. All right. So what you got? All right, so I'll take the book just so I can read off a couple of the class features. I'm not going to go into huge detail with it, but uh, uh, my character, we're, we're going we're gonna to name him Dwayne. Dwayne? Dwayne. Um, he, he's secretly got a tramp stamp, but nobody knows that. Uh, he is a telekinetic psychic. He has the uh, professional life before, and he was recruited through recommendation. He's in the Department of Internal Affairs. So, what, I'm sorry, what is professional life? Is your life before it's a professional? What does that mean? Um, it basically means you had some kind of thing like an IT background or something that gives you a set of skills. Um, okay. Yeah, which in, in this guy's case, he was a... Uh, Psychiatrist. Oh. So, yeah, his whole thing is getting into people's heads. Which is fitting because of the whole psychic thing. Okay. Um, and the recommended thing basically means he had such good professional contacts that they, uh, that they basically referred him to the BPRD. 
Uh, he's got a Charisma of 17, a Wisdom of 15, Intelligence 13, Con 12, Dex 11, and Strength 9. However, by the time he hits level 5, which is what we're building these characters up to, he'll have that Charisma up to 18 and Wisdom up to 16. Wow, he'll have his Charisma up to 18? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, that's impressive, yeah. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Uh, all he's proficient in, as far as weapons, are uh, basic weapons and pistols. He speaks ancient Greek. And uh, all of his stuff, as a psychic, he gets to apply his charisma to a bunch of, bunch of stuff. And uh, he's more susceptible to being possessed and, and things like that. Um... Telekinetic, he can apply his charisma to strength checks, which is nice. He can uh, get resistance to falling, and he has what's basically mage hand. He can move things around that are 10 pounds or lighter. Uh, he's also got psychic manifestations, uh, which once he hits level 5, I'll be taking pyrokinesis so that he can fling fire around. Uh, let's see. Now, is that going to... Is that going to... Change your your telekinesis, the the ability to, to when you become a fire kinesis, um, or is that just an additional add on? Just an additional add on. It's basically a lesser manifestation of my other fiery of my other psychic stuff. And uh, you also get psychic manifestation, which lets you do some crazy things. Uh, so basically, you have to make a check, a charisma saving throw that matches your psychic features. And uh, then that lets you manifest your psychic powers without taking damage. So, kind of interesting. As far as what he gets from being uh, a personal developer. Mm-hmm. Got to actually find that again. Um it was so hard to, to find the personal developer thing. Um, some pretty cool stuff. Um, he's better at gathering information. He has people person, which lets him gain one additional level of information. Uh, as, as though I rolled one higher on the DC check. And uh, I can also add double my proficiency bonus to either persuasion or bureaucracy checks. If not proficient, I can gain proficiency in those skills. Which I'm already proficient in all those. Uh, but yeah, double double proficiency bonus, which at level 5 the proficiency is 3, so I'm adding plus 6 to all that. Damn. With my charisma of plus 4, I'm already at a base of plus 10 on any persuasion check. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you, you would pretty much have to crit almost to fail. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Depends on the DC, but yeah. like I, I'm going to be talking my way through a lot of things unless we're just fighting something that's completely feral. But I'm basically going to be able to convince pretty much anyone of anything. Uh, I, I'm, I'm annoyed that I don't have intimidation. I've been trying to figure out intimidation, but it's not like a class or a background thing, so I don't know. Um, let's see. Is that, is that an option on there, intimidation? Uh, it's a skill to check, yeah. Okay. It's a charisma skill. Um, let's see. Whenever you short rest, my teammates gain temporary hit points equal to twice my personal development level, which at level 5, that's 10 temporary hit points. Do they refer to it as a short rest? Uh, no, they say taking time in this, but it is mechanically a short rest. Right. I also wanted to make sure that we're, you're using that 
the five E term and not the uh, mm-hmm. yeah, not the Hellboy yeah. term. Uh, so I can use a reaction to substitute an intelligence skill check with a wisdom intuition check. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I have two uses of the ability, gain two additional uses at, at level eight and two more at level fourteen. Um Interesting. You can pick your uh, your particular approach to your team, bureaucrat or operational oversight. That I'm not too sure about. I'd have to look into. Um, delegate. Basically, I can give you a free attack. I can say I surrender my attack roll and give it to you if you're doing more damage than me. Nice. And then on your turn, when your bonus action comes up, then I can take my attack. So I'm not actually losing my attack. I'm just changing my place in it and giving you extra shots, which is really, really powerful. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really nice. It's almost it's almost like doing a... Uh, <laughs> I hate to, hate to connect it to this. It's almost like doing a, a Dragon Ball Z... Uh, like charge. I, I'm just charging up my power. <laughs> no, no, you go, you go. I'm just, I'm just building up my power here. Um, I have a pool of healing. E- like uh, a Lazarus pit? Uh, no, I, it's, That's joking. it's a, it's a <laughs> cluster of hit points. It is, I can restore a maximum number of hit points equal to five times my level. So ten hit points at this level. Uh, I take an action. I can restore any amount of HP from... 1 to 10, as long as the target has at least one hit point. So if you're down, I can't restore you, but if you're about to go down, I can at least get you to hold off for another turn or two. Um, Don't go down yet, I'm not ready. Once per case file. Said no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. Call the cavalry. cavalry, um, Once per case file, I can request additional backup agents equal to my proficiency bonus. So if we're in a situation, I can just radio into base and say, give me three guys. And then we can let them find traps and die. (laughs) And uh, the last thing I get as of level five is I get a number of D6s of management dice equal to my charisma modifier plus one. So a total of five. Um, Provided a recipient can hear me, I can grant the die... To a friendly target within 30 feet as a bonus action. So it's basically the bard thing with the bardic inspiration die. Okay. So you can add that management die to the result of an attack, ability check, or saving throw after the d20's been rolled, but before the outcome's been declared. So basically I've got five d6s. I can give you one of those d6s to add to your attack or damage rolls. And there's other stuff later on, but that's basically what he can do right now. So he's not much of a heavy hitter except for his pyrokinesis. He can hold his own very, very well with pyrokinesis, but uh, he can't uh, he, he can't do much as, uh, outside of that. And see, I'm not going to be able to go into as much detail with my guy because uh, I, didn't, I didn't look out that much into it, but um, you know, my guy is cursed, so I'm actually working with a werewolf curse. I'm wondering if I can take that stat and turn it into something else. So instead of being like a werewolf, maybe like a like a cat or something. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you that uh, like a were fish or something like that. But you know, like maybe some other kind of were animal uh, where it's the stats aren't changing anything. You know, because you know, as far as like attacks and stuff and things like that. But anyway. Um, but I, I don't mind being a werewolf. That's what it's going to be. So my strength right now is it's a 14. Um, dexterity is 14. Constitution 14. Intelligence is a 10. Wisdom is a 15. And charisma is a 9. Now, I haven't done the level 5, like, um, 
uh, mid level five, um, uh, like stub, uh, bonus yet. So I, I don't know what that's going to be, but, um, I knew that my strength right now is actually going to get a plus one. So it'll be a 15 when it's done as of right now. Wisdom is going to get a plus one. So that's going to be a 16. So once we move up to the, the additional levels there, hopefully my strength should, should probably hit about 18 and my wisdom I'm hoping will probably put me at a 20 or so. Uh, my, I know Latin, English, Latin, and Chinese, uh, I'm an academic. So I come from a, uh, from a school or a professor university of teaching background of sorts, or I'm sorry, went to, went through, uh, like, um, I graduated from uh, college. Uh, my recruitment is I was discovered. So I'm one of those people that, uh, has a, an ability that was, uh, that was, found or discovered by the BPRD and then brought into their fold. Um, and my role is as a consultant, so I don't actually work for the BPRD. I work for a different agency, but I am on loan to them as of right now for whatever it is that they're, that they're investigating. And yeah. that's pretty much all I have as far as all that stuff. I hadn't put down like weapons and things. I didn't want to really kind of like bog down and eat up the time with that stuff, but that's where I am and that's who I be. Cool. So, this is going to be interesting. I'm really kind of looking forward to, uh, to playing the game. Um, and then the great thing about this, because I have the, the Hellboard board game already, I already have like, so if I'm going to play, um, I, I already have the, um, the different, um, like creatures and villains and stuff because their stats are in here. So the Rasputin's in here and all that. So I already have the mm-hmm. stats. I have the, um, I have the miniatures for them from the board game. So I already have the I have the stats for the role play game. I have the miniatures from the board game. So I pretty much have everything I need. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would be missing would be you know for your your for your customized character is your own miniatures. Um, you know for you. But uh, but if I want to bring in anybody else that is related to Hellboy BPRD, yeah. I have all of them from the uh, from the uh, the board game. So Lobster Johnson, Liz, um, and all that. That's so, cool. Yep. That's super cool. Uh, and uh, and then the other part of that is also because with the board game I've got some locations and, and then some of those locations came with came with the 3D furniture. Mm-hmm. So um, I also have the furniture too. So I have in a sense the the a map for different places. Right. And then I've got the the 3D models and, and obstacles and stuff like that I can put out there. So I have um, I have a lot already to go with it just to lay everything out. Now I just do is use one of the modules in here or campaigns that are in here mm-hmm. or create my own campaign. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So this is kind of neat. I like this. Yeah, yeah. It. I'm glad that they focused on uh, a primarily uh, a primarily 5e rule set. They've definitely changed some things, but uh, it, it seems like something that as long as I knew what the... Like, I wish they'd laid out the classes differently. I'm not crazy about the way the book is laid out, but, like, it seems like if I knew what all the classes and races did, I could build something pretty nasty. Which, I mean, really, I wasn't even trying that hard with this guy, but still managed to get him up to a base plus 10 persuasion check. Yeah. So, that's pretty good. If he critically succeeds, it's 30, which is considered impossible by uh, by 5e rules as written. So, he's he's not... Completely useless. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I wonder. See, I've got my my, my GM screen here. Um, but it'll it'll be fun to to play. Oh, locations and things and things to punch in the face. That's actually what for just um just villains or, or just monsters to add. 
um, like Frog Monster, El Diablo, Skeleton. It just it just sings a punch in the face. Yeah. I like that. that. That's kind of, that's in the GM screen, so I can just toss one out there at any time without having to really look something up. So, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is going to, this would be fun kind of for, for just a, something to kind of toss in there every once in a while. I'll be like, hey, let's do a little Hellboy game. Yeah. Uh, or a small campaign. Want to give me a character sheet? Oh, yeah. Here you go. I kind of, I'd kind of like to see how a character like this would fare, uh, in a campaign against normal stuff like a paladin. Right. Because, like, you've got the firearm stuff, which is always interesting, and if they don't follow the same reloading rules, then that could make things really interesting. But Now, would you like a, um, since I do have some extra character sheets, would you like an extra character sheet or two to take home with you? Because I'm sure you could probably find the uh, a PDF of the rulebook somewhere. Um, and you could kind of, kind of play with one on your I, own. I think I've already got it, honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've got, like, 75 gigs worth of stuff. I know I've got uh, the preview PDF, which I think includes character sheets. But, okay. Um, but yeah, I should be good. So, like I said, my because I kickstarted it, um, I've got the mine came with the the book. Um, I don't know what the regular book's going to look like, but it came with the book. It's leather bound, has a slip case over it. Um, the GM screen. It came with a pack of uh, character sheets, actually two packs of character sheets, um, and then had a little mini poster in there. And, and inside the mini poster, the back of the mini poster has another timeline of events there for the Hellboy comics um, and the Hellboy events. And I uh, also came with a set of dice. And that's the other thing, too. I've got additional dice from the board game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came with uh, dice. And uh, and also got this really cool, like, canvas bag to carry everything in. And I'm going to let you take a look at this because um, it's got pockets out the wazoo, dude. Yeah. I I didn't look at it super closely the other day, but I was kind of looking at it. So yeah, it's it's pretty nice. I'm I'm definitely into it. Not exactly a messenger bag. There's not really that flap there, but it does have a lot of pockets. That's pretty cool. And if you unzip the like, it's got the BPRD symbol on the outside. If you unzip it, mm-hmm. um, like in the inside, it's got oh, yeah, tons of sub pockets. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice. So. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, so I know we weren't, like, crazy funny with this, but we did at least sort of get to, like, review the product and get to determine, like, hey, this is sort of how it would play. So that's kind of nice. And and even though we didn't do it, you said review. Even though we didn't do a full review because we didn't play a game, it's based off 5e rules. So I think part of that is if you know 5e and you know how to play, then you already know the mechanics of the game. It's mm-hmm. now about character building. Right. And, you know, and, you know, just making sure you can build a character that you think is going to be comparable to something that you would play if you were playing a straight 5e. So I think from, you know, from what I looked at and what we have here, I, I think we're, it's, it comes out pretty well. It's, you know, it's a little, um, confusing you know, to start off with because it's new and I, you know, I didn't read through it all. So Zold with his, um, with uh, the Power Rangers one, he read through the entire thing. He just took it. He read through the entire thing, and um, and then uh, he was like, "Okay, so I've read, I've read through this whole thing, and then we went to play it, and that was that." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's something I probably need to do as well, or at least read through the majority of it to be able to see. You can't put everything together. And, oh, if I combine this with this or this, how this thing works, that sort of stuff. So, which I haven't done yet. This was, like I said, I just got this in like a day or two ago. Um, actually, I think just the day before you got here. Um, and all I did was open it up, 
flip through the messenger bag, said, that's kind of cool. And then I like, uh, Akomi and I will talk about it uh, on the show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, this this has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, when we do the first game, I don't know if I'll actually record it, um, but when I actually do the first game, I might just, I don't have time to do a full campaign thing, so I might just kind of do something that uh, um, that whoever I play with can probably knock out in a... Um, yeah, in like a like a once uh, one or uh, one session or two sessions. You know, after after we get the uh, character development out of the way or the uh, role uh, character creation out of the way, and then depending on when or we do it, I might actually come uh, pull you in to uh, to play your NPC. That could be fun, yeah. But yeah, it it won't be something I'll probably be doing right away unless I just have some kind of like serious thought for like, oh, this would make a great story. And then just kind of whip something together and be like, here you guys are. And then the other great thing about this, because we're all BPRD, if you're playing, you're all BPRD agents. I don't have to worry about like, how do we all come together? Be like, oh, you know, uh, this person's already on assignment. Mm-hmm. You, know, you just need to meet them there. So, yep, yep, that'll work. All right. Well, my name is Turk182. And I am a Comey. And uh, we thank you all for joining us for another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Even though technically, like Akumi said, we weren't really all that funny this time. But uh, you know, maybe just listen to us talk about this. Maybe helped you out with your own character creation if you're working with the uh, Hellboy RPG. Or if not, maybe you're like, hey, this might be something we might want to take a look into because it could be fun for whatever it is we do. Oh, and guess what? Um... I don't recall seeing anything in here where they're talking about changing the classes around so that uh, there was no racial bias either. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't matter if you're a remarkable human or if you're like cursed or if you're like fade touched or anything. It's you know, yeah, there's, there's there's no bias there. You're all the same. You're all equal in our eyes. Oh my God! Listen, they shot the description of this movie. A young woman accompanies her boyfriend to his family's rural, rural Wisconsin home for Christmas, where the spirit of a Japanese samurai begins wreaking havoc on them. A, the spirit of a Japanese samurai in Wisconsin. That is so awesome. <laughs> that is just, that, that's beautiful. So I got this story and spot this, this ghost of this Japanese samurai. He's just attacking people in Japan. Japan? We're making this movie in America. He's like, <laughs> you might be doing anything about Japan. He's like, well, he's attacking people in New York. Nah, New York's been done to death. What about LA? Uh, ghost warrior? Uh, Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. I see it now. It's a fight scene with like a samurai sword and an axe. All right, here you go. $20,000. Go shoot your movie. <laughs> and bring me up my change. All right. Uh, yep, yep. So, I've I've been a Comey, and this has been fun. Yeah. So we will see you all next time. Later, guys. Zang yo. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand.